Hello, everybody. This is Jerry Bites. I'm Davis, an educator with over 10 years of experience. And I'm Orion, the founder of Stellar GRE. We're here to bring you your weekly bite-sized episode on GRE prep and grad school admissions. Don't forget, check out our top-rated GRE self-study program at stellargre.com. Use the code BITES for 10% off all memberships. All right, this week we have another uh, listener question reached out to us via email. Uh, Caitlin, thank you so much for your questions. We'll do one question in this episode and we'll follow up with another episode for your other question. Uh, so question one that Caitlin says, um, very detailed. She says, in episode 19 of Jerry Bites, you mentioned having a whole mental recharge ritual during what you call the park screen that allows you to let go of what you previously did and to prepare yourself for what is to come. What specific steps do you use or recommend? I.e., do you have some favorite self-talk statements that you repeat? Do you have a favorite breathing exercise you use or recommend? Yeah, so that's the, do you want me, should I keep yeah, going? Keep okay, going. yeah, I play competitive softball and golf, so this park screen ritual would be probably helpful between pitches and or innings and golf shots or rounds to stay mentally fresh for the whole game or round. Any psych tips to help cope with making an error or hitting a bad shot, not letting it affect the shot, play, or shot? Probably the next player shot. That's, yeah. So this is a fantastic question, Caitlin, and I'm glad you brought in sports because I think we can think of the park screen as a kind of focusing ritual. So what is the park screen, just to be clear? Oh, yeah. So basically a park screen is an untimed portion of the GRE. It most screens on the GRE have a timer in the upper right-hand corner that will automatically progress the test when it counts down to zero. But for some reason, there are screens between the time sections of the exam that do not contain timers. These generally don't contain any kind of interesting information, so students pass over them very quickly when in fact they could park there, hence park screen for a uh, a reasonable amount of time to create de facto breaks during and throughout the test, which is great because otherwise you just officially get one minute breaks between most of the time sections and one 10 minute break about halfway through. So this is a way to kind of even the odds and to create some breathing room for you as you move through this marathon of an exam. So I talked about the park screen. It's important to know how to identify it and how to use it responsibly. And I think I also mentioned in that episode, which Caitlin is referring to that I have my own ritual in dealing with this. And um, I think it is very much like performance. You can think of it sort of like what a batter does between pitches in baseball. Every batter seems to have his own unique ritual that he performs in between the pitches of a baseball game. Um, they, it's something that's generally developed over years. It may not make a lot of rational sense, but it's almost like comforting, grounding, and refocusing for the individual involved. And the person will go through that ritual regardless of what happened on the previous pitch, regardless of how egregiously he swung and missed or how close he got to getting a home run. Part of this is shaking off what happened on the previous pitch. The last pitch could be a fastball, but that doesn't mean that the next pitch couldn't also be a fastball or won't be something else. So on some level, it helps the player to treat each attempt as an independent event, which it kind of is. Uh, it's very common for students to, in their minds at least, not perform 
highly on one section of the test and have that mood, that attitude kind of hover over them for the rest of the exam. They're, they're not able to shake it off. Now, whether or not they actually performed poorly, they don't really know at that point, um, but they feel as if they did. And it's like a cloud that mars their performance for the rest of the exam. So regardless of whether you feel like you didn't do well or that you felt like you hit it out of the park, you also don't want to become complacent. Like you do have to shake it off between each section and treat the next section as if it's a totally independent pitch, just like in baseball. No, that, that, that makes a lot of sense. And so it's, it's not only the previous, uh, instance, whether it's a pitch or whether it's a section and on the test, but it's also, um, uh, what do you do to prepare for uh, any anxiety about the future, about the, the next batter who's coming up? What's part of that recharge and how does an individual develop their own mental recharge ritual? Yeah. Like I said, it, it's, it's very unique and idiosyncratic. So I will share what I do because I think that was one of Caitlin's questions and you can feel free to steal some or all of this, or just simply use it as an inspiration or a springboard for your own ritual development. Um, what I generally do between sections on the park screen is I lean back in my chair, I close my eyes and I take 10 paced breaths. A paced breath is a breath whose exhale is longer than its inhale. So it's like you breathe in on four, hold it on two, and then out on eight, hold it on two. In on four, hold it on two, out on eight, hold it on two. So this is an old yoga hack to activate the parasympathetic nervous system. If your exhale is longer than your inhale, your parasympathetic nervous system, which is the body's inherent relaxation response, will become activated. This is really helpful because it kind of like increases your baseline chill every 30 minutes when taking this test. If you're kind of like already anxious and high strung, the first moment you encounter something that you don't immediately understand or doesn't go your way, you might completely lose your grip and be derailed. If you're frosty, then you can generally stay on your system for longer. More things cannot go immediately your way without being thrown by that situation. So we do want to continue to invest in our chill. And one way to do that is through these paced breathing exercises. Um, I also do things that are in as many different ways as possible, the opposite of what I had just been doing for the last 30 minutes. When I'm taking the test, I have my eyes open. I'm leaning forward. I'm tensing. I'm focused. During the park screens, I'm leaning back. I'm closing my eyes. So I'm shifting from a a seeing or a sensing to a feeling. I'm changing my posture. On, on as many different levels as I can, I'm giving the neural networks associated with my test-taking behavior a bit of a pit stop so that they can get a break and my mind brain can come in and do what it needs to do to recharge. And finally, a big part of this ritual, it's almost like a letting go that for better or for worse. And as far as I know, it might not be for better. Maybe I got everything right and I can't go back and mess it up. For better or for worse, that section is gone. It's over and done with. And so part of this breathing exercise, it's almost like I'm visualizing wrapping up that section in a little box with a bow on it and just like sending it off into the universe. It's gone. That was then. And 
near the end of this park screen, I begin to reorient myself towards the future. If the next section to come, for example, is a verbal section, I remind myself of my general strategies. I'm going to do all the vocab-based questions first and the reading comps, then any logical reasonings. On a vocab-based question, I'm going to look for synonym pairs in the answer choices first. I'll eliminate those that have synonym pairs in text completions and those that do not in sentence equivalents. Then I will look for key and trigger words. I know all this by heart, but what I'm doing is sort of just like warming up the approaches, the, the how, the process that I'm about to be using to sort of like rev the engine before, I, before the green light signals the beginning of the race. So that's sort of the ritual that I've hit upon. It helps for me. It helps to ground me. It helps to relax me. It helps to revitalize me for the, and, and to reorient me to what is to come. Thanks for sharing those insights and what you've developed. Uh, and thanks everybody for tuning in. Uh, great episode, great knowledge for everybody to be able to, to develop and be able to stay present. Uh, we'll be back next week for another bite-sized episode of Jerry Bites. If you have a topic you'd like to discuss on a future episode, let us know at stellarjerry at gmail.com. And if once you're ready to take your prep to the next level, check out our top-rated Jerry self-study program at stellarjerry.com. You can use the code BITES for 10% off any membership. Talk to you guys again soon.